This life-changing message comes to you from Church of the Harvest. It's our prayer that this message will inspire your life and bring hope to your future. Great. Well, I'm so glad each one of you are here. And before we get started, I would like for every single person to have this piece of paper in their hand. So if you didn't get one, it was inside your service guide today. It says Harvest Small Groups. Spring 2017 on the top. Does anybody need one? If you'll lift up your hands, we've got some ushers ready. Does anybody need one? We've got a few in the back. Um, we need some over here. You need another one over there? All right, we need another one over here. Right over there. We got one right here. Anybody else? All right, so today's going to be a little interactive. Hopefully you guys like that. Um, as you guys know, we are getting ready to launch our spring small groups here at Harvest, and um, we're doing things a little bit different this year, and um, as you can tell, we just have a few tables over here instead of the whole back and foyer done, um, but what I'd like to do is um, actually start out, if any of my small group leaders, if you're on the back page that says Harvest Small Groups and Ministries, if you will come on up real quick, um, I'd like for you to come join me right here. Um, we're going to start out by... Um, giving you all an opportunity. Joe, that includes you if you'd like to come up. We're starting on the back sheet. You're right. Come on up. Come on up. Um, we're doing something a little different this year. And so, um, yep, Jerry, that includes you as well. Do we have everybody? All right. So you'll see, I want you guys to follow along with this. If when one of these individuals shared this morning, if you kind of feel a little interest or a little, hmm, on the inside, just mark it with a pen. Now, here's the cool thing. On the back of every single chair, there's a pen. So everybody get a pen in hand. Um, if you're sitting on a front row, you can get one from behind you. But um, I'm going to have these individuals share first about the small group opportunities that are available for you um, this semester. So all of you, you get one minute. <laughs> all right? And at one minute, I'll give the little uh, tap, tap, and we're going to pass it on. All right? So um, let's give them our attention as they share. Good morning. My name is Barbara Nallen, and I have the privilege of being the director of the ministry school here at Harvest. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, I was trying to think, what can I say about the ministry school in one minute? Well, first of all, we start at the very beginning. We start with the, the basics. Uh, we start with explaining what the new creation reality is, what happens when you get born again, and uh, we, we just go all the way through. We cover Christian leadership, Christian character, um, doctrine, theology, and life. We have the glorious church, and one of my favorites is evangelism, too, because in there we learn about the different world religions and about cults, but we learn how to build a bridge to these other people. We don't we learn, um, learn enough about their faith that we can have some common ground to talk to them on. And um, we learn about showing respect to them, not criticizing them and tearing them down, but to learn how to build a bridge with them about Jesus. And right now we have, um, we have four more classes, four more courses in the, this ministry school. It's a, a two-year two course, two-year school, and at the end of it you get a ministry certificate. And you can go on, you can go online, and you can um, get a degree and everything. But uh, we have four more courses left, so if anyone wants to audit and see what the school's about, 
and see if you're interested in it. You're welcome to come Tuesday nights, 7 to 9. And then in September, we have a new school starting. And we do get finished in two years. And you also get all the breaks your school kids get. So that way you're not wondering, you know, in the summer or on Christmas break or anything what to do. You have that time off and you can focus on your family. So if you're interested, just let me know. (laughs) Good job. Good job. So if you're interested, mark that on your little sheet. At the conclusion of service, then you can write your name down back there. All right, Carmen. Hi, I'm Carmen Womack, and I am over Hope House. And just to do a little plug for Barbara, I did go through the ministry school, and it is amazing. So, um, But to speak about Hope House, I'd like to um, just give you an amazing um, praise report. What Hope House is all about is we have a small group where people can come and find an oasis in the middle of the week on, my, on Wednesday mornings at 930 to be refreshed, to be um, renewed. There's a, a group right now of women, and we do have a, a several men that come occasionally when they can, but it is where God leads, and we let the glory flow. We let him lead it. He does everything, and we just are vessels of his, his, his glory. And it's amazing what God has accomplished. People have been healed. We've had several um, several ladies' heals of different, um, different diseases, and we've also had revelations that have come. People are teaching in the class. So it's just, it's an amazing time with God. And it is spirit-led, and he does it. And it's amazing because it's all denominations that come. So it's, it's, it's God's, God's body coming together. Also, we have an outreach program that right now we are teaching um, the Spanish population around the, the area we're at. We're teaching the women how to speak English, but we're also showing them who Jesus is. We're explaining who God is to them and how he can be a part of their life in the process. We have, um, that's on Tuesday, and um, it's 6.30 at night, and then on Thursday night, we teach children about, um, you know, the English language, but we also include, it's called Treasure Seekers, and they are learning the treasures of God and how he can be a part of their life and how they can, they are a treasure to him. So it's been amazing. It's been wonderful. We have um, had several children saved through this process, and they're taking what they're learning home to their, their families and teaching their families about Jesus. So it's, it's an amazing group. You're all welcome anytime. Thank all you. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> great, great ministry. If you want inform- more information, see Carmen about that. All right, this is Joe. Hello. I uh, just want you to notice on that sheet, there's two, Healing Center, Healing and Wellness Service, and then the Healing School. So before the padding goes on, I want you to know why I'm going to take longer than a minute. Go to two. <laughs> you get two, but they haven't hit that yet. So, <laughs> Listen, I've been to Hope House. Wonderful. And she exactly got it. It's a refreshing in the middle of the week. Spirit of the Lord is there every single time, and miracles happen. It's just wonderful to experience it and be a part of it and also to receive. And I've been through the ministry school. And all you can say is, wow. 
Wow. Everybody who went through that class that I went through, every single one of them is serving in some capacity. So you can't tell me it doesn't impact and change your life. So it's wonderful. Okay. Healing and wellness service. Let me start there. And I'm at the healing ministry of Church of the Harvest. And I want to ask you is if you've been touched by healing for, from, the, uh, from the healing team or from the Church of the Harvest, you just raised your hand. God has touched you in any way. Look around and see how many people have been touched. Now, when I ask you something, how many of you have something in your body that you don't want? Anybody? All right. You're missing out if you don't come to the healing service. Thank you. This is a, if you can think of it this way, people ask me the differences between the healing service and healing school. The healing and wellness service is like the big umbrella that covers everybody. Everybody's welcome to come in. We're looking for crowds. Pastor has had visions, and um, one day he walked in, and he said, I saw the whole parking lot full, and I said, well, that's interesting because I saw every seat full, and um, we don't look what we have today. We're looking at what is coming, but we have to prepare for what's coming, and don't you want to be a part of it? That treasure that we have in the earthen vessel, it flows out of us and, and reaches other people to bring health and healing. So that's like a big umbrella. And so there's a big uh, amount of people that come and we minister the word on healing. And then we pray for those people. We agree with those people that already know that they've received. And we just stand according to Matthew 18, 19, believe that we receive. We don't look at our feelings. And then if you need a little bit more one-on-one healing school, and that's on Tuesdays, uh, every other Tuesday, first and third Tuesdays from uh, 11 to 1230. And we have never had a time at healing school that God did not show up mightily. Somebody, each and every time, if not everybody, has been touched. But there you can ask more uh, questions about things that you're going through and how to stand. It's a marvelous time, and you just learn great things, and God is always faithful. Jesus is always there. I hope you'll join us. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Chrissy, do you need to get back to the nursery? All right, go ahead. Let's get blind. <laughs> she stepped out of serving for a moment. Go ahead. Hey, I'm Chrissy Hampton. I lead our mom's group. Who has kids age five and under? That's preschool and the two nurseries. All right, this is for you. We're just once a month. We meet on the second Saturday at 10. Sometimes we're here in the back. Sometimes we go to the zoo or the park or something like that because we have our kids with us. A lot of us work. So we didn't want to have, you know, another time in the week where you have to leave your kids. So, and even if you have older children, you know, like I have an 11-year-old and a 3-year-old, so definitely bring the big brothers and sisters along. They're welcome. Um, very casual. We're just there for support, getting a community together. So you've got somebody you can text when you're pulling your hair out, okay? <laughs> All right. All right, thanks. thanks. Actually, Marilyn, come over here with that microphone, and then go ahead. Chrissy was one minute. Okay, they said you were one minute. Good job. Okay, I'm going to beat that. All right, how many girlfriends are out there? Woo! Okay. The baton for girlfriends lunch out is now passed on to me. Who doesn't like to go and have a nice lunch? Okay, so on the last Saturday of every month, we're going to meet at a restaurant. Now, we're going to have food, hopefully good food. We're going to have fellowship. We're going to share our faith, and we are going to have some time of a little story, devotion, or something, because everybody walks through a struggle from time to time. So someone's going to share their story and how they overcome to give you encouragement and hope. So come out. We always have a good time. Hope to see you there. Great. Thank you, Marilyn.
Yeah, we are. I am very excited about prayer. We're meeting. Who are you? On Sunday mornings. My name is Jerry Branch. Thank you. And uh, just excited about what God's doing. We're meeting on Sunday mornings from 8.45 to 9.45. And we are praying for our pastor, for the service, uh, for our nation, our country. Uh, just encouraging people and there too to utilize and exercise all of the gifts that, that God's given them. Uh, we've also been seeing healings and uh, just however the Holy Spirit is leading. So if that's you and it's in your heart to pray, if you're an intercessor, uh, if you have that desire, just encourage you to come on Sunday mornings. And uh, we never know what God's going to do. Always do, does something different. And uh, just sense His presence in there coming into here, and we're just seeing all kinds of testimonies and things that he's doing. So just encourage you to come if you're an intercessor. Thank you. All right. Are you announcing this? Okay, great. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> well, I'm going to announce Sunday school. So uh, that meets every Sunday, which is appropriate, right? So at 845 for about 45 minutes. And yes, I do finish on time. And we're doing Matthew right now. We're going to keep doing other books of the Bible. Please join us for that. And Wow. Okay, y'all write it down. A, a miracle just happened in this house. Was that like 20 seconds, maybe? Did you breathe? <laughs> I'm glad that we can laugh. Um, so, if you want to flip your sheet of paper over now, you'll see on the top of that one, it says um, groups, uh, it says Harvest Small Group, Spring 2017, Studying Driven by Eternity by John Bevere. And so, um, as you'll see, we've got nine groups that are going to be participating in this study this semester. And as you guys know, the past few months, Pastor Bob has been talking about each one reach one. And I love how the Lord kind of put this all together, brought this study to his remembrance. Um, it's kind of on Zach's heart as well, who, who oversees small groups. And um, we just put it out to our leaders and said, would you be willing to offer that this semester? And so um, I'd like you guys to watch this um, video. And while this video is on, I'd like all those leaders to come up and stand on this side. We'll be a little different. So let's watch this. You know, a lot of people talk about the end times. They talk about Armageddon. They talk about rapture. They talk about the catching away of the church. But you know, this message is different. This message talks about how we prepare to spend eternity. You know, this book was so difficult at first. I, I, I actually s said to God, God, how can I write this book? I've maybe preached 20 minutes on the judgment seat. And you know what the Lord led me to do? I got every verse in the Bible from seven different translations that had to do with eternity, judgments, rewards, losses, heaven, and hell. And what I did is I just sat in my chair in my office and meditated on those verses for one solid month before I wrote a word. Well, God began to open up to me and he showed me that it's revealed, it's in the scriptures, how we are going to be examined at the judgment seat. Think about eternity. Think about never ever ending. 
Never, ever, ever having a completion. We solidify our eternal positions and responsibilities now in this life. So what we do forever and ever and ever, it's gonna be determined by how we respond to God and His Word in this life right now. A lot of people don't know that, and I want them to understand that so they'll live their life with purpose. I believe when people read this book, you're gonna see life totally different. You're gonna see it through a different lens. You're gonna endure things you wouldn't necessarily endure. You're going to make decisions differently because you're not living with a 70 or 80 year perspective. You're gonna live with an eternal perspective. Okay, part two. I'm Zach. This is my wife, Angie Davis, and we'll be hosting a small group for young adults, so ages 18 through 30. Lights, please. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so we'll be uh, just for young adults, 18 to 30. Please sign up in the back. We definitely want to have more people than anybody else on the roster out there, so it's very important. So we're looking forward to having a great time two times a month on the first and the third week. Drop the mic. <laughs> Miracle happened twice. Keep it nice. Why wouldn't I be nice to my buddy Zach? Uh, guys, I'm promoting the, um, the men's small group. We, too, as you see, are doing the Driven by Eternity, Driven by Eternity series. We're actually, um, I don't know if it's really been mentioned, that some are doing the six-week series. The men, we're actually going to spread it out. We're going to go a little deeper with it. We're going to go 12 weeks uh, with it. And it's on Tuesday night starting, starting this week at, um, at 6.30 p.m. We meet together. Technically, the small group starts at 7, at 7 to, to 8.30. But, um, but we generally start at 6.30 because we have a home-cooked meal every Tuesday night. Thanks to... <clears throat> I know some of you are coming from work and such, and you don't have time, and, you know, who wants to stop by Taco Bell again, you know? So come get a home-cooked meal at 6.30 at, uh, at our house, and then we're going to dig on into the, uh, into the Driven by Eternity series as well. And we're doing it on Tuesdays kind of in line with one of the ladies' groups meets on Tuesday nights, and they actually have child care, which makes things nice. So it's husband and wife aren't separated on separate nights and, and such, trying to, and trying to take care of the kids and all that. And um, we also have a few... Um, a few men who come whose spouses go to the ministry school on Tuesday nights and different things. So just encourage men, y'all come together. We have a, a nice time. It's, it's real laid back. I mean, just, just as casual as can be. We just meet together in my living room, and I'm going too long. I'll cut it off there. Thanks. <laughs> hey, I'm Heather Shepard, and I will be doing the small group. But <laughs> we want to hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I have a soft voice. But, uh, at Joanne Rook's house, and that is in Eads, Tennessee. That's about 20 to 30 miles north, and I say 20 to 30 because it depends how fast you drive, <laughs> and just 385, and you can get there pretty easy from here. Um, we'll be doing it Monday nights, every other Monday, starting the 13th of February, and um, I've always taught my son to focus on eternity. It's forever and ever and ever and ever. Don't get so caught up in this world. So I really love this teaching, and I look forward to seeing whoever wants to drive out to Eads. Thank you. <laughs> All right. My name is Michael Taylor, and I want to encourage each one of y'all, if you can, go to the ministry school. See Barbara. It's fantastic. I'm going to give you a plug on this. We, we, we need you. We need you to really help you grow and get closer to the Lord. And uh, we have an adults home group that meets at uh, Chris Bounds and Chris and Richard Bounds' house. 
in Olive Branch, and it's for the adults, and we just finished up a series uh, on marriage with Joe McGee, and it was phenomenal. You really don't know who you're sitting beside till you start fellowshipping with them in these meetings. You really find out a lot. And in these meetings, we laugh and we cry, and sometimes we laugh so hard till we cry. <laughs> so it, it's wonderful. I encourage each one of y'all to come. We meet on the first and third Fridays of this month of February. We alternate at 6.30. So next month, it'll probably be the second and the fourth. And I encourage y'all to come. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Michael. Good morning. I'm Crystal Lawson, and this is my husband, Steve. We are hosting an adults and family group in Olive Branch. So we'll be meeting at Charles and Letitia McGee's house. They're kind enough to host for us. And we will have child care. So yay, we all get a break from our kids for an hour. And, <laughs> but you have um, to stay. You yeah, can't you just do leave that. them It's not there. like a drop-off. and It's not like a drive-through daycare. <laughs> um, and so we're meeting Thursdays at 7 o'clock. I think that's everything. Is that everything? Yep. I think that's all everything. Right. Great job. Hello, I'm um, Kim Guyton, and I'll be leading our women's um, group this semester, and it will be at Shauna's house at 10 o'clock. Um, we have child care provided, and... Uh, what day? Oh, Thursday. Thursday. I'm sorry. I get nervous up here. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's going to be a blessed time. Um, I really can't say enough. I sort of want to give a little small testimony. I went from sitting on the back row, <laughs> coming late to women's group every week. Well, when Shauna would invite me, she would invite me, you know, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I have to go. But I got so much from this. I'm a different person. And this can just change your life. And this series, it is awesome. So I encourage all of you to come out on um, Thursday at 10 a.m. <laughs> weekly. <laughs> and we are doing the 12 weeks. So it's a little more intense, but we can it's going to be it. awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Good morning. Okay, Vertical Youth, where are you at? Okay, not too bad. <laughs> uh, I'm Becca, and this is Christian. We are the Walkers. <laughs> um, and we're going to be doing the youth small group this semester. We are super pumped. Um, it's going to be at our house Wednesday nights, 6.30 to 8.30. Um, it had last semester, it was at Robin Shauna's house. And it wasn't really small group because <laughs> everybody came, and it was awesome. We had such a big group. But um, we're hoping that that's going to happen again. Um, we're really, really excited for you guys to come hang out with us. Um, hang out at our house, eat our food, play with our puppy, and um, we're going to just dive into this series, and um, we are really excited to see where it's going to take all of you, so I really hope that you'll be there. Oh, oh, he wants to talk. And one more thing for all the vertical youth, I know there's more of you out there, we can get a lot more people than Zach's group, so oh! make sure you sign up. <laughs> the challenge is on! <laughs> Youth or young adults, I can't wait to see that attendance report. 
<laughs> I think it's on the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, yeah, you the win that one. I'm Chris Bounds, and I lead a Tuesday night ladies group. We are doing the six-week series of Driven by Eternity. We cater and reach out to the ladies that work, so we feed you dinner at 6.30, so you, don't, you can run home, get your children, because we will have child care for those three and under. It's $5 a family for that, and um, so we're going to feed you dinner, like I said, so you can just grab your kids and come on, and we'll have a great time learning to fellowship with each other and growing together. All right, and you guys should notice there's actually one more group. Um, it's the last one on your page. It's actually an online group from anywhere. So, yeah, um, this is something we've never tried before, but, you know, we have heard several of you say that sometimes it's just hard to maybe get out um, in the evening. Maybe you've got kids, you've got to get them in bed, you've got work late, early, and whatever. And so we're trying something um, different this semester to see if this will meet the need of some of you guys out there. And so you'll see right here that we're going to be having an online group that's going to be doing Driven by Eternity. That's going to be on Wednesday evenings, um, and that's going to begin at 8 p.m. Now, I will tell you this. If you want to be a part of this, you must put your name and information on that piece of paper back there, because what we'll do is we'll actually send you an invite that will give you the prompts on where to go so that you can log in and see it. Does that make sense? So um, you can do that from your computer um, and such. But um, so if you are slightly interested and want that invite, um, can you do that from your phone as well? Or does it have to be a computer? Phone, tablet, computer. Got you there, Brenda. Yes. Um, so you can log in and watch, and there will be opportunities. Well, be muted for part of it, and then um, you can ask questions or type in questions, and we'll be praying and just kind of see where that goes. But if that's something that interests you, um, please put that down there. So um, I actually want to next, I'm going to actually ask Johnny to come up, and if Rob will come up for a moment. Um, you know, we're talking about small groups, and, you know, this is the very first time that we've actually promoted every single group from the front, but I want you guys to realize that ministry takes place through all of you guys. That's through all of you. I mean, did you see what we have about 50? Y'all just stay right there. Don't get too close. You see about, we had about 15, <laughs> had about 15 or 20. Y'all see that? About 15 or 20 people that are leading groups, and that doesn't include the homes that are coming along. And guys, that's you all doing ministry within the church. It's you doing what the Word of God tells us to do. And so I'm going to teach a little bit on small groups, but I thought, and Kim, where's Kim? Kim, which one am I talking in? Kim <laughs> did a superb job of giving her testimony. Um, those of you that don't know Kim, I mean, she was doing prescription drugs, um, in depression, suicidal. She would come in late and then like dart as soon as it was over, but God. And, you know, that's what positioning yourself. And I just want to encourage you, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, somebody can relate. Somebody's been there. And if not, they've got the answer, Jesus. And they can pray with you, and they can help you. And so she is a total testimony of being uncomfortable, positioning herself in an awkward situation, but look what God's doing within her. He's placed her in a place of leadership and influence where she gets to speak into others' lives. And so um, 
I have another small group testimony, um, and actually just a testimony of Christ, period, um, with Johnny. So go ahead, Rob. So I, I, I told my buddy Johnny, I, I come up here with him. How do y'all, many of y'all know this isn't an easy thing? <clears throat> and so, um, so um, we have kind of gotten to know Johnny. Some of y'all know he's married Shiloh, and they got their brand new baby with them this morning. Baby tooth. So we just wanted to talk about a testimony of small groups. I just wanted Johnny to, to share a minute and, and just kind of, just for a, a minute or two, just kind of talk about where he came from and, and the impact of small groups here at Harvest on him. You got it, bud. You got it. <laughs> um, small groups have, like, been life-changing for me. From just, I remember um, Rob calling me all the time, wanting me to come. I was just so skeptical about uh, being so young, going to be around these young, old people. <laughs> <laughs> so as I started coming to, like, every, like, all of them, from Pastor Bob's marriage one from, like, 40 and up, and, yeah. So <laughs> just been really life-changing and uh, have worked major upon my marriage and uh, have brought us so far in this church and I just will encourage anybody to know matter where you come from to come out and just try it out and these are really not bad people <laughs> so just it's been really great and um, I'm looking forward to what God has calling upon my life and uh, it's just it's great testimony I, I will keep you up here for hours if I could tell you everything and I'll, I'll say that I'll say that you know I, actually I we, we have been so proud of Johnny and, and Shiloh. I mean, come a long ways. And how many of you know none of us have arrived? You know, we're, we're all in process. But, um, but yeah, Johnny was, was pretty closed up when we first met him and, and wasn't, wasn't, wasn't real open. And, and you could tell he was uncomfortable and didn't really want to be in small group. And Sean and I just felt like the Lord just impressed upon us to have get a group of us young couples together a few, three years ago or something, uh, who weren't real plugged into the church. And so we... We thought about Johnny and Shiloh. They were just getting married, just gotten married, and we, we, we pulled them in. And, and it took a little while, but Johnny started opening up, and we walked with them through different things. And then he got plugged into the men's small group and then the, the adult small group and different things. And, uh, man, what, it's, it's really cool. I'll tell you what, there's nothing better than, than being in a place of leadership or all of us should actually be mentoring and discipling somebody. And it's interesting to see fruit in somebody's life and see them coming along and seeing them in process. And I know that the small groups have been a huge part of that. And even just the relationships, man, the friends oh, that yes. I know that you've made and, and different things in the midst of this has, has, made, a, has made a huge impact. And so, so anyway, we're, we're thankful for, for Johnny and for Shiloh. All right. Are you guys ready to fill in the blanks on this sheet of paper? All right, let's do it. Um, you can do that here, or actually, I mean, we've got the Version app, and you can follow along um, with the notes right there. And so, um, obviously, we're going to have a shortened message today, but my whole purpose today is, you know, we have to get connected. We have got to be connected. And um, right here in Colossians 2, 6 through 7, and this is in the New Living Translation, it says, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your life be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. And so obviously the first person that we have to be connected to is who? Jesus. Yes. Blank number one. You know, um, going to a small group and not having a relationship with Jesus, you're probably not going to benefit as much. 
Now, you'll benefit some, but you won't benefit as much. And so the first person you have got to be connected with is Jesus. You've got to have him as your personal Lord and Savior. You've got to begin creating those disciplines in your life. And that could be a whole sermon in itself. So we're going to go to number two, is that we've got to be connected to other believers. We've got to be connected to people that are Christians and that are living the life that the, that the Bible tells us to do. And in Hebrews 10.25, it says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And so, you know, how is this accomplished? This is accomplished by living and doing life with other believers. Um, living the Christian life is not always easy. Agreed? Trials come. Tribulations come. Issues in your marriage happen. Issues happen with your parents. Sickness comes in. Um, Kids act up. But you want to position yourself to be around people that are going to give you godly counsel, that are going to give you godly wisdom, that are going to tell you what the Word of God says to that situation, that are going to stand strong with you when those blows come. And so um, I got to thinking, you know, what when, who, what might have been the very first small group. And um, I would like to kind of say that maybe Jesus was the leader of the first small group, right? And who was his first small group? The 12 disciples, right? And you can see right here, you can read later in 1 John 33, 51, it kind of talks about how he called them and how different ones came. But I got to thinking, you know, out of all the people that Jesus could have called, you know, this was just 12 ordinary men, right? Some were fishermen, one was a tax collector, some were business owner, tradesmen, um, one was a zealot, which, you know, might be a little rebellious in there, you know, and so this wasn't like a dream team group of men that had their act together. It was just 12 ordinary people that decided to drop what they were doing and to follow Christ. And I think so many times we think, well, I got to have myself together before I can be around those believers. No. Come now and let them walk through that process with you and help get you to where you need to go. And so I got to thinking, you know, what did this group look like? What, what did these 12 and Jesus do over some time? And so you'll see this in your notes right here. You know, we see that they, they laughed together and they rejoiced together. You know, it reminds me of um, in Luke 15 where they found the lost sheep. What, what happened? They celebrated, right? And so in small groups, we have that opportunity to celebrate and to rejoice um, with one another. Um, how many of you guys know they traveled together? Has anybody ever traveled with somebody before? <laughs> you know, sometimes that can be good and sometimes that can not be not so good. But you learn a whole lot in that traveling process. You learn things that you like. You learn things you don't like. You learn to talk about what just happened and how you can relate it to your life. You know, that traveling together, you know, you may not physically go on a vacation with somebody in a small group, but you do life with them. You walk alongside with them. Um, Something we see also is that they learned together. How many of you guys know that we as believers are to constantly be learning? We are constantly to be understanding his word, getting new revelation, getting new understanding. And um, right here in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands that I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the ends of age. And so, you know, I know you guys can come on Sunday morning, and we get great word taught every single Sunday morning, but there's something about being in that small 
small, intimate setting where you can ask the questions, well, what about this? Or I always thought this, or what's your perspective on this? And you get to bounce questions off each other. You get to dig deeper into the word and you get to learn together. Um, you get to serve together. Anybody like serving? You know, it's amazing. I know um, the ladies ministry one time got together and did um, operation shoe boxes and ended up having like 35 um, of those that they put together. I know the ministry school has oftentimes done meals and at Christmas time has collected money and adopted families to give. You know, within the, the youth today after service are actually going to be going downtown and helping a ministry down there and serving um, the homeless lunch and praying with them. And so in those small group settings, you get the opportunity to serve together. Um, another thing you get to do in that setting is you get to pray together. How many of you guys know that prayer is a powerful thing? You know, and I got to thinking, you know, the disciples were with Jesus and they got to see him pray. And they even said, didn't they say, teach me how to pray like that? You know, and small group's a great place to begin to learn how to develop your prayer life. You know, I think sometimes you're afraid, like, oh, don't call out on me. But it's a setting where, you know, you can be mentored and you can um, be taught and shown and hear different people pray and learn that there's not just one way, that it's just expressing the thoughts and what the Lord's doing within your heart. And there's such, 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 such um, strength within that. Um, we also see that they worship together. You know, in Matthew 18, 20, it says, for where two or three together, um, where two or three gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. Um, we know that they ate together. That's why I love food at my small group. I love it anytime, but you know, it's like, there's just something about food and sitting around that kitchen table and those walls come down and people just begin to open up. And that's where ministry happens. That's where vulnerability happens. Um, and then right here, the last thing is um, they changed the world together. That small group changed the world. There were healings, there were deliverances, there were breakthroughs, and they shared the message of Christ, and the church grow, grew and is still growing. Now, I heard um, Andy Stanley make a comment, um, and he said, life change happens in circles, not in rows. And, um, you know, I think that's true. Life Change happens in circles, not in rows. And any of you guys that have um, come through the growth track, you know we actually teach that. We actually say that we believe that the church is to grow larger and smaller at the same time. Larger meaning we need more people coming to know Christ as their Lord and Savior, smaller by being in those intimate relationships where they can grow. And so I just want to encourage you guys right now, if you are in here and you have not had an opportunity um, to go through our growth track, next Sunday is class 101. And um, this is the first class in the growth track. Um, it's discovering church membership. And so I just want to challenge you. I want to put it out there. Go. <laughs> is that hard? <laughs> just Go. Go, go, go. Take that next step. You know, a lot of you have been attending, and we're so grateful for that. But I really feel like the Lord's kind of calling us to take that next step. You know, what's that uncomfortable thing that he's wanting me to do that's that next step towards where he wants me to go? And so I encourage you guys, you know, if you haven't been through the growth track, um, get in there, get going, um, because it is awesome. But we learned that in that class, you know, and um, we see through Scripture that oftentimes the church met in homes, right? We see that Paul mentions it in 1 Corinthians 16, 19. Um, he concludes that verse and says, as they gather in their homes for church meetings. Um, you know, Luke also made reference to it in Acts. And um, 
It says, on the day of Pentecost, as the believers were meeting together in one place, suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And then we also see in Acts um, 2, 46 through um, 47, it said, they worshiped together at the temple each day. They met in home for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. And so what we see, guys, is that, you know, we see that groups grow. How many do we start with? 12, all right? How many when Jesus ascended and the Holy Spirit came down, how many were there? 120. And then we see a few chapters later on in Acts, there were how many? 3,000. Um, you know, so we see that, you know, that there was growth. And so, you know, participating in a small group helps grow you up spiritually. It just does. It does. Um, and so my question to you is, you know, who wants to grow in the Lord? Who wants to grow in his word? Who wants to grow in his ways? Most of us want that. We say we want that. But are we willing to make the hard choices to position ourselves in a place to do it and act upon it? Right here, I'm going to go back. We started with this verse in Colossians 2, 6 through 7. It said, and now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. What does that continue look like? I believe part of that continue is being involved with a small group of believers. It says, let your roots grow down in him. Let your lives be built on him. So what happens as we get rooted in him? It says, then your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. Um, Trying to see where I'm at here on my notes. See where I want to go. Um, I am going to share this example real fast because I kind of felt like the Lord gave it to me. Um, I know some of you might be sitting there, and we've even heard it expressed with our few of the people that shared, like Kim and, and Johnny. I mean, I remember when Johnny came over that first time, he was like, red eyed, glassy eyed, like, you know, he didn't even eat my food, you guys. I mean, it was like, Shiloh, does this boy not eat? You know, nothing but his mama's chicken. You know, um, <laughs> I didn't take offense to it. I kept on cooking. Um, you know, but you could tell by his posture, and just like Kim's, that they didn't want to be there. But they were there because God was doing something in them. God was using people. God was using the Holy Spirit to bring him into place. Like, like he said, they ain't that bad, y'all. <laughs> You know, and I think we have these thoughts that are like, oh, that's scary, or we have these perceptions of what that looks like. And guys, put the perceptions out of your mind. Put yourself in a place that you can receive. And here's where I want to say how I can relate. Um, I don't know how many of you guys know me. Some of you know me well. But um, over the summer, I actually had an opportunity um, to start up a business. And it's a network marketing business. And, um, you know, I was very hesitant. At first, I'm like, you know me, I don't like people selling me products. I don't want to sell somebody else a product. But I really felt like the Lord was like, Shauna, this is an opportunity. I'm placing in y'all's hands for this season. And um, I remember, okay, God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start this new business. I felt unknowledgeable, if that's even a word. Basically, I felt stupid. Um, like, I didn't know enough. Um, I had to be around people that I didn't know. Um, they had a, their first little conference like in Nashville, and I remember going, Rob, I called him on the phone. I'm about to get in a car with like five or six people that I've only met one of them once. This is creepy. You know, because it was 
totally uncomfortable, totally unforeign. I didn't know him. I'm trusting myself with some people that I just don't know well. Um, it was awkward. You know, I was afraid, you know, because a lot of that's posting stuff on Facebook. And, well, what are people going to think about me? Like, hey, stop posting those posts. I'm so sick of hearing it. You know, those perceptions of what other people would do. Um, insecurities. You know, the thought of, well, it's going to take a lot more time. It's going to take a lot more energy out of me. You know, how am I going to fit that into already my job and my kids and my household and the ministry that I have um, going on? You know, I knew that it was going to be a sacrifice. Um, and then... Recently, like the beginning of this year, they did this thing called a dream board party. Anybody ever heard of something like that? Okay, I'm not the dreamer. Rob is the dreamer in our household. He's like, if I can get Shauna to buy in on the dream, the vision, she can make it happen. But, you know, I was sitting there, I'm like... What am I going to put on this board? You know, like all these ladies are like, oh, I want a brand new car, and I want all my debt gone. And, you know, and I'm just like, you know, just, and it was crafting. I'm not a crafting person either. You know, I'm like, uh, Pinterest, Google, dream boards, how can I make this look good? Okay, you know, so again, it was stretching me in a way that was very, very uncomfortable. But here's the benefits that I saw from it and I've seen from it so far, is that I made new friends from the experience. Um, just this week, I signed up. Here comes the tears. <laughs> A lady that um, actually Rob and I married in our home, like it was totally random, and years ago, um, who signed up to buy the product. But more than that, I said, do you mind if I pray with you? And I had to pray with her on the phone minister, even in the midst of having a business or whatever. And so God used that even as a ministry opportunity. Ah! One of these days, I'll make it through. You know, it's taught me that learning to trust in the Lord in the unknown and that it's uncomfortable. It's challenged me, and this is the biggest thing I've taken away from it, is that it's challenged me to share my faith as much as I do my product. Now, I was sitting there, I'm thinking about putting this product up, putting this product up, and I'm like, Shauna, do you share your faith like that? Do you like, you need Jesus, you need to be in the Word, you need, you know, do you take those opportunities that you're in public, you know, used to, I'm not real social in public, you know, I like want to get in and get out, you know, but when you're trying to build a business, you look for that opportunity, right, Zach? Hey, can I slip you a business card, you know, but then you kind of became mindful of, I need to show God's love to this person. I need to be a smile, you know, and so it's done so much just in me personally. And so here's why I told this story. This is my challenge for each one of you today is make the decision today to commit to growth. Be willing to be uncomfortable to grow in your walk with the Lord. Be willing to manage your time in a way that you can grow in your walk with the Lord. Be willing to hang with a group of ordinary people or what may even be strangers to you who are really just like you to grow in your walk with the Lord. Be willing to use your spiritual gifts to help others. Can anybody guess what the word is? Grow in their walk with the Lord. Be willing to share needs with others so that they can give biblical guidance, counsel, and pray for you and your faith will grow. And so um, hopefully you guys are challenged today. 
Hopefully you're challenged. I'm going to take that next step. And I have right here on your notes the last thing. It says, be like Jesus, love like Jesus, relate like Jesus, join a family, join a small group. And guys, you know, small group's important. And actually, if I'll have one of our ushers um, go ahead and grab our kids, and if the worship team wants to come on up, um, we're about to conclude with the water baptism. Um, I challenge you this morning, take that step. Don't be embarrassed about your past. Don't be embarrassed about your present. Don't be embarrassed. Don't let the enemy speak lies to you at all that says they're not going to accept you, they don't like you, they don't love you, you're different. You know, commit, commit, commit. And if that means online, if it means one of our Driven by Eternity groups, you know, maybe you can't do any of those, but there's a small group that meets at your workplace. Get connected with believers that are going to impact and change your life. If you'd like to get more information about resources from Church of the Harvest, please check out our website at midsouthharvest.org. You may also contact us by phone at 662-890-1573 or toll-free at 866-383-8277. You are Lord, I'm a sinner.